This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Alert Weather Center. And we're at 53 now in the nation's capital. At 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer, coming up. Big news, the Washington Commanders locking a new head coach. WTOP Sports Director George Wallace joins us live with details. Fans are reacting. Yeah, this is the worst decision ever. Did the Commanders pick for a new head coach? I'm Mike Marilla. How there's a street fight in Cheverly over the redevelopment of the hospital. I'm John Doman. More affordable child care coming to a familiar place in Montgomery County. I'm Cheyenne Crane. Apple launching what it calls an expectation. After the smartphone called the Vision Pro headset. What kind of risks could it pose? We'll talk to the Washington Post. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Monica Ricks. The first parent in the U.S. to face murder charges for a mass shooting is now on the stand in Michigan. Jennifer Crumley's son killed four students at Oxford High near Detroit back in 2021, but she just testified she ignored warning signs. Yeah, I said seriously looking at um, bullets in school, and then he went through a long couple of texts about teachers looking at his stuff, and he was worried about he was going to get in trouble, and then I said... Um, Next time, don't get caught. Crumley says she also had a meeting with staff over a violent drawing Ethan drew in class, but argues that she never saw signs of mental health problems. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin answered questions today about his decision to keep his cancer surgery a secret. CBS's Kimmy McCormick's at the Pentagon. Austin apologized for keeping his prostate cancer diagnosis and surgery quiet for days. The news shook me, and I know that it shakes so many others, especially in the black community. It was a gut punch. And frankly, my first instinct was to keep it private. Austin said he is still recovering from complications from the surgery, but is expected to make a full recovery. Austin also talked about the U.S.'s plans to fight back after a drone strike that killed Americans in Jordan. CBS's David Martin. We know that the administration is is planning more of a bombing campaign against uh, Iranian uh, targets in Iraq and Syria uh, than simply a one-and-done retaliation strike. And he, he said, well, the enemy does not have a one-and-done mentality, and so we're not going to have a one-and-done mentality. And then he said, and I've got a lot more forces than he does. Residents could be forced to evacuate as storms slam part of California. CBS's Elise Preston is just north of San Francisco. In San Clemente, concerns are growing over a worsening landslide. <laughs> In San Diego, residents hope sandbags protect their homes and businesses as the storm grows stronger. Today, the city is under a voluntary evacuation order for low-lying areas. It is designed to encourage residents in these flood-prone communities to prepare if and when evacuation does become necessary. 
The World Health Organization predicts a scary spike in global cancer cases that could result in billions of deaths by 2050. Oncologist Dr. Timothy Tuhan. What we're finding is that people who live in less developed countries are not only dying more from cancer, but they're also getting less adequate access to symptom management. Factors include population growth, pollution, and more vices like tobacco and alcohol use. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. It's 3.03 on this first day of February, Thursday, February 1st. We have sunshine highs right now. They are close to 60 degrees in some places. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour on WTOP, the Commanders finally have a new coach and they went to a division rival to get him. WTOP's Commanders beat reporter George Wallace joins us live with the details. George. All right, Sean. Yeah, they went to Dallas to get another court. Remember they did that once before. North Turner came to town yeah. before. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Quinn is the new head coach, or will be the new head coach in D.C. He's been the Cowboys defensive coordinator for the past three years. Before that was the Falcons head coach. Went 43-42 and in Atlanta. Super Bowl loss to New England. He went 3-2 and in the postseason. His defenses have performed at high levels everywhere he has been. And it's a really significant First real, second real significant hire for Josh Harris. Of course, Adam Peters, the general manager they targeted. And now Dan Quinn is the veteran coach and veteran leader that was very important that they get. Was his top choice? Don't know. But he is a veteran coach that comes in uh, to an organization that needs some stability. And they have the number two overall pick coming up. So his next hire, the offensive coordinator position and quarterback coach, going to be very, very important. But again, the commanders... Finally have a head coach. It's Dan Quinn. Much more coming up throughout the day. George Wallace, WTOB News. Thank you, George. So that's what the team's going to do. So how do fander, commanders, fans, that is, feel about the decision? WTOP's Mike Marillo's out in Bethesda talking with fans. Yeah, this is the worst decision ever. Here at Tommy Joe's, Johnny Wilson says he's done his research. No head coach has ever had more second-half losses than this guy that we're picking from Dallas. And when it comes to the team, we need we need new, young, we got to stop hiring awful people who just have no idea about football. <laughs> Carson Schneider says this feels eerily familiar. I assume that it's going to be the same as always, where everybody in town is going to get disappointed just the same. It's probably going to be another rough three or four years until they make some dumb change again. Another new coach. In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. We'll have reaction and analysis all day long. Stay with us. 305, the group redeveloping the old Prince George's Hospital in Cheverly. Now want to connect the property to the town, both through annexation and the opening of a couple of residential streets. WTOP's John Doman tells us it's causing a street fight of sorts. Technically, the hospital property isn't in the town of Cheverly, but the hope is the new development there would change that. And developers and some town leaders want to open up Lockwood Road and Inwood Street to the property, arguing... We do feel it is best suited to to serve the retail that we've heard that you all want to see on the site, and we ourselves want to see on the site. Teddy Swift is with Urban Atlantic, the developer behind the project, but not everyone who lives there thinks residential roads need to open up to make the retailers come. It's a lot of cars, it's a lot of traffic, You also have 
the crazy drivers speeding down the road. Another survey is being sent to Chevrolet residents this month to get their feedback, which will be used to make the decision. John Dome in WTOP News. It's 3.06. Dozens of people calling for a ceasefire in Gaza were arrested in downtown D.C. during morning rush hour. Demonstrators blocked some major roads, including Constitution Avenue, Independence Avenue, 395 near 14th Street. Park police tell us they made four arrests at the intersection of 23rd and Constitution. D.C. police say they arrested eight protesters at that same spot. Capitol police say they arrested a total of 11. All are being charged under a D.C. code that prohibits crowding, obstructing, or uh, blocking the traffic. Finding affordable child care can be a real challenge for parents here in the D.C. region, but one local organization is hoping to help. WTOP's Cheyenne Corinne reports it's working overtime to put the finishing touch, touches on a new spot. The demand for childcare is just overwhelming. Which is why Centro Nia's president and CEO, Myrna Peralta, says their new childcare center opening in Silver Spring is such a big deal. The state-of-the-art facility will be located at the old Silver Spring Library. It's going to be a beautiful site. The bilingual and multicultural center will serve nearly 130 children and provide family services to parents such as Jessica Hernandez, whose son attends the Tacoma Park location. To have an immersion program is very, very important for a lot of parents. The center is accepting children up to five years old. Doors are expected to open at the end of the summer. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. What's the newest Dunkin' Donuts matchup? I'm Jeff Clayball. It's 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland on Route 50, westbound leaving Annapolis, heading for Davidsonville and Bowie. Westbound traffic is a bit slow. There is the response to the crash beyond the South River Bridge. That'll be about a mile and a half before 424 Davidsonville Road. This is only affecting westbound traffic and only causing about maybe a half a mile of a backup. Eastbound traffic is moving well through Annapolis, but as you approach the Bay Bridge, there is a crash being reported near Sandy Point at the beginning of the eastbound span. So be alert there, eastbound on Route 50. On the Beltway, some congestion to work through, but no big incidents. All of the midday work zones have cleared. 270 off to a fair start from Rockville to Urbana. In Virginia on 395, the work zones southbound at Arlington have wrapped up. Southbound traffic remains slow, but lanes remain open. The milling and paving ongoing on South Glebe Road near Arlington Ridge Road. Crew direction, only one lane getting by on Glebe Road. 95 between Springfield and Fredericksburg. 66 between Falls Church and Front Royal. Without incident, volume delays are this hour manageable. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get a check of our forecast. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. First day of February and temperatures well into the 50s. That's above normal for this time of year. We'll see winds from the southwest at 5 to 10 with a mix of sun and clouds. Clouds will continue to increase this evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures come early tomorrow 
tomorrow morning, ranging from the upper 30s to lower 40s. We do have a chance for a few showers come early tomorrow morning. I don't believe it's going to amount to a whole lot. Once we get through that, we'll dry things out midday, and we'll see our skies slowly clear with high temperatures in the upper 40s to around 50 degrees. Looking ahead to the upcoming weekend, plenty of sunshine both Saturday and Sunday, highs upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 52 in Woodbridge, 54 now in Upper Marlboro and Sunshine, 54 downtown D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Good afternoon to Jeff Claybaugh. Layoff news of the day. One high tech, one low tech. Zoom is cutting 2% of its workforce. Yankee Candle is cutting hundreds of jobs in Ohio and closing its home fragrance distribution facility there. Valentine's Day budgets are bigger this year. The National Retail Federation says U.S. adults will spend an average $185 on Valentine's Day. Candy, cards, flowers, and dinner out top the list. Jewelry is five. The fifth most popular Valentine's gift is certainly not romantic. It's gift cards. Aww. Like donuts and pancakes. Well, you might like this. Mrs. Butterworth's has a new pancake syrup. It's a mashup with Dunkin' Donuts for a glazed donuts flavor syrup. The Mrs. Butterworth's Dunkin' Donuts syrup is about $4 a bottle. Give that to your kids, and that sugar will keep them going for a while. <laughs> the Dow is up 316 points. The S&P 500 is up 53. That's 1%. The Nasdaq's up 183. That's 1.25%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up on WTOP, the Apple Vision Pro may be part of the future of technology, but does it come with major privacy risks? We'll talk about it with the Washington Post. It's 312. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast, while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.79. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfast. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FVC Bank. With me today is Bill Horan, CEO of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank appreciates the great relationship we have with Realty Exchange Corporation. Take it from me, folks. Bill Horan of Realty Exchange Corporation. FVC Bank is the bank to use. We value FVC Bank as a trusted partner, and you will too. Visit FVCBank.com. That's FVCBank.com. Member FDIC. Later this hour, one way that you can celebrate and mark Black History Month this weekend. 
Keep it here on WTOP. An explosion in online services and platforms presents organizations with a very difficult task. How to be certain that someone is who they say they are online. If an individual is not physically in front of you holding a driver's license or other ID document, how can you be sure that they are who they claim to be or that they even exist? At iProve, our mission is to make the world a safer place using facial biometric technology. We enable organizations to maximize online security while protecting user privacy. Learn more at iProve.com. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this new year? It's a smart resolution to convert that unsafe, ugly old bathtub to a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low, low entry that means no more tub hopping for 2024. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. Tomorrow, Apple will unveil its Vision Pro headset. The virtual reality goggles are complete with two depth sensors, six microphones, and a dozen cameras. Cost $3,500. But does this new piece of whiz-bang technology maybe pose some privacy risks. Well, joining us now is Washington Post technology columnist Jeffrey Fowler. Good to have you on with us, Jeffrey. So what do we think Apple is hoping to do with this super duper expensive VR headset here? Yeah, they're kind of betting that this is the next big thing to come after the smartphone, Uh, that instead of, you know, looking down at screens and tapping on them, we'll have it somehow built into our face, maybe someday eventually into into lightweight glasses. But they're nowhere close to that right now. Now they've got these um, heavy, expensive goggles you're supposed to wear. The thing that I was wondering is, okay, if this is our future, what does it mean for our privacy? And as you guys said at the top there, you know what? This thing has more sense on it collects more data than any device i have ever seen in my life what kind of data do you think it might be collecting so um on the basic level it can take lots of photos and video of things but that's actually only the beginning of the conversation still some people are going to be kind of freaked out about that right just like we were with remember google glass back in 2013 people really didn't like that they thought oh gosh is someone filming me or they called those people glass holes if you recall well so we've got that same problem this time but now we've got other problems because these devices are also doing two things that really matter one is they are tracking every single thing about your body watching how your hands move They're even watching as your eyeballs move. The other thing they're doing is they're making maps of the room around you. So app developers and makers can know kind of what's in your space, what kind of furniture you have, even now maybe what you have out on your table. So with other Apple products, Jeffrey, we are able to turn some things off if we pay attention or learn about them, location notifications, that kind of stuff. So is there any chance to do that with a VR you're absolutely right. And so, uh, you know, Apple has staked its uh, reputation on privacy and they've done a couple of things here that I really like and are smart. For example, they're not going to let any app, at least for now, track your eyeballs. So that's good. So, so Facebook won't know like how long you look at ads or which ads you look at. So that's good to know, but they haven't done anything so far to prevent companies from getting other kinds of information about your, about your body, about how you move around. They do have to ask permission to get that data. But as you know, everybody just 
just says, yes, give it to them. Same goes for information about your surroundings. Apps just ask once, hey, can we see your surroundings? And then and then it's off to the races for them. And who knows exactly what they're going to do with that data. Anything else that you'd like us to know about this before they unveil it? Um, you know what? I, I think it's going to be a really kind of like a uh, question to see, you know, is this something that we're going to still be talking about in six months or is it really going to take another 10 years for this technology to develop and grow? Um, it's kind of unusual for Apple to come in with a product at this point in, in the life of a technology. So uh, we will see how it goes. Jeffrey, we appreciate your time. You bet. Jeffrey Fowler, Washington Post technology columnist. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you. WTOP. The Washington Commanders turn the page and pick Dan Quinn to be the new head coach. Quinn was most recently the Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator. We'll talk about the hire with the Cowboys play-by-play voice announcer Brad Sham. That's coming up at 345. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin apologizes for the lack of transparency about his recent hospitalization. President Biden today sanctioning Israeli settlers accused of attacking Palestinians and peace activists in the West Bank. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. WTOP traffic and weather on the 8s. It is brought to you by Silver Diner. It's Silver Diner's 35th anniversary and we want to celebrate you. Over the years, many love stories started at Silver Diner. Share your Silver Diner love story at silverdiner.com for a chance to win. Silver Diner, much more than a diner. To the WTOP Traffic Center we go. Dave Dildine. Annapolis to Bowie, Route 50, westbound slow beyond I-97, beyond the dip at the South River and heading up to Davidsonville Road. You're getting by the response to a crash. Single file to the right, westbound on Route 50. Eastbound, the incident at the Bay Bridge was minor. You're breezing right across the Bay Bridge spans both ways. All lanes open. On the Beltway, we've got some pockets of congestion here and there, but no big incidents. Midday work zones cleared. And off to a fair start north of the Beltway on 270.95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Downtown D.C., it was a rocky morning rush hour. Uh, It wasn't the May Day protests of 1971, but it was coordinated enough to lead to some long backups. Traffic this afternoon, much more placid across the National Mall and on the freeways as congestion develops without incident. Leaving D.C. on 395, work zones at the 14th Street Bridge in Sherlington clear. Certainly slow on I-295 near Joint Base Anacostia Bowling in Virginia. All quiet on 66 from the Potomac Freeway out to Centerville. Westbound slowdowns come in separate stretches beyond the Beltway. In South Arlington on South Glebe Road, milling and paving wrapping up for today, but still getting by the crew's single file near South Arlington Ridge Road. Save on snacking staples at Whole Foods Market. Prime members get three bags of kettle and late July chips. Get one free through February 6th while supplies last. Shop in store or online. Term supply. I'm Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News. First alert meteorologist Steve Rudin here with us. Steve, loving the 50s and the sunshine today. We're going to hold on to this for a while. Uh, we'll try our best, but next week's going to be pretty mild again, so something to look forward to, even though we have a brief cool-down on the way for tomorrow. We'll see our clouds continue to increase moving through the evening and into the overnight as temperatures settle through the 40s. We could see a few 30s by early tomorrow morning, but definitely well above freezing, and along with the temperatures on the chilly side tomorrow morning, also a chance for a few showers. Those showers will diminish as we head through the mid-morning, and then as we move into mid-afternoon, our skies will gradually clear, or I should say 
say partially clear. And then we'll see our temperatures hold in the upper 40s. Saturday and Sunday, we're trending dry with lots of blue sky and sunshine. That's good news there. And then moving into early next week, the trend to stay dry is still there. We're not going to see any rain Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday of next week. At this hour, 54 in Manassas, 52 downtown, and 51 in Gaithersburg. Thanks, Steve. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP. First a rock, then a fountain, now a boulder. One historical figure has all three in his name. I'm Matt Kofax. 321. Last year at the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski went wide left on FanDuel's Kick of Destiny. Now, he's back for Kick of Destiny 2. This is George Wallace. And this time, you can play along. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make or miss. Get your free pick in right now. Because if you're right, you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Everyone can get in on the action when Gronk takes his shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58. Whether your team make or team miss, just head to the FanDuel Sportsbook app and get your pick in. It's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game to see Gronk's kick live. You'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. New to FanDuel? Just visit FanDuel.com slash GW to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash GW. Must be 21 and older and present in Virginia. No purchase necessary. $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Extra Hop is on a mission to protect and propagate trust by revealing the cyber truth. We partner with every customer every day to reveal it. Only the ExtraHop RevealX network detection and response platform delivers the 360-degree visibility needed to see everything on your network and uncover the cyber truth. Visit ExtraHop.com forward slash demo to see how full network transparency helps you see more, know more, and stop more cyber attacks. You're listening to WTOP News. 323. It is another obscure monument in the district dedicated to a name that's becoming all too familiar. And we've told you about Braddock's Rock and Braddock's Fountain. But did you know British Colonial General Edward Braddock also has a boulder in his honor? Exploring this is WTOP's Mad About Town, Matt Koufax. During my time uncovering D.C.'s lesser-known monuments, there's been one name I've kept coming across over and over again. Braddock. Braddock. General Edward Braddock. Today's journey took me to the grounds of the National Cathedral, where I found the latest iteration of a monument dedicated to George Washington's former British Army boss. About two feet high and three feet wide with a small plaque at its center. You could walk right past and never notice. Putting a random name on several large boulders only in D.C., guys. To explain the difference between a rock and a boulder, I turned to Mark Wilkerson, the archivist at St. Albans School on Cathedral Grounds. On a scale from one to, you know, I don't know, uh, never heard of it before, how obscure would you say this guy is? I'm, I'm going to say it's at, it's north of 85. <laughs> Dedicated in 1907, Wilkerson says this stone was placed on the front lawn just six weeks after the first foundation stone for the cathedral itself was laid. And this guy, J.B. Milner, for about $82 then, about $2,800 today, um, had the plaque made and had it put in place. That may be D.C.'s most inexpensive monument, I, I, I have to say. The boulder commemorates Braddock's march to Fort Duquesne in Pittsburgh, the famous 1750s expedition that relied heavily on the path explored by his star officer, America's dad, G.W. The army marched right down what would become Wisconsin Avenue. So you're saying that Braddock basically marched right past WTOP? He did. Yeah, he did. And a lot <laughs> of what's what's up here. And then was one of the first roads that was put through the city. Who knew? Certainly not anyone I 
spoke to. I walk my dog here every day. Now when I walk by here every day, I'm going to notice it. Glad I actually know about this now, and I feel like I want to know more. In the district, Matt Koufax. Who knows? Maybe the Braddock's Pebble is yeah. next. Uh, <laughs> WTOP News. Well, just see video of the boulder. Not much action there, but you can see the video of the boulder at National Cathedral, and you can go to WTOP.com, search Matt About Town. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace, holy cow, they did it. They did it. <laughs> they right? did it. That's right. Yeah, we've been waiting for quite some time. Commander's the final team to announce a head coach, and it's Dan Quinn. He's going to take over for Ron Rivera, who was fired by Josh Harris just one day after the season ended. Adam Peters hired a week later as the general manager, and now they get their guy as the head coach. He comes from Dallas, where he's been the defensive coordinator for the past Three seasons, his Cowboys led the NFL with 93 forced turnovers under Quinn. That's some good news. In Seattle, his defenses were ranked first in points and yards each of two years there, including a Super Bowl. Uh, and he did coach in Atlanta as a head coach for five and a half years and went to a Super Bowl as well. So he checks the boxes that Adam Peters and Josh Harris were looking for as far as a veteran and a good leader. And uh, he comes with some pretty good experience. So now his job will be to find an offensive coordinator and a staff, including a quarterback's coach, because that is very important.